0: Yay. Hello and welcome to another episode. I'm so thrilled to have you today. I have an incredible interview to share with you and it is with the beautiful Grace Howes. Grace is a business and mindset coach and she helps soul conscious, the people who are really invested in their business and really believe in what they do. She helps them to do the inner work and to ditch the self-doubt that so often can show up and step into their full power and to create really big external results in their business. So doing the inner work so the external can look really great. We chat about some incredible topics Or about um, how she can, um, how we can trust ourselves, and how we can become really self-aware, and to know what triggers us, and to know what is working on the inside of us so that we can really externally perform, um, so we can not get in our own way, and so we can stop with the comparison. I'm not sure about you, but comparison can be a really big thing in business, um, and how we can really do that stuff. I know Grace from a mastermind that I'm in, and we are in the same mastermind together, and um, I just wanted to have her on the podcast because she is so incredible, and I just know how much you will get from this episode. So stay tuned and I hope you really enjoy this Um, and yeah let's take it away. Welcome to Design Hacks for DIYers. I'm your host Jackie Norton, creator of DIY Design My Biz and I'm here to help you take on making your own business graphics. Why? Because I believe that all businesses deserve to look amazing, attract their dream client and to communicate their value even if they don't have the budget for a great designer just yet. I've been working with incredible businesses for years as their trusted graphic designer. But now it's time to flip the tables. I want to share with you my pro design hacks so that you can confidently build your own beautiful visual brand and graphics. Let's do this. Well, welcome, Grace. I'm sorry and thrilled to have you on the podcast. I would love if we could start things off by by you just sharing a little bit about who you are um, and about how you started working as a business mindset coach. What's your story?
1: My story is... um... My own journey in business, I remember when um, I've had a couple of businesses before, and I remember my own journey in, in, in there was I didn't feel comfortable being me. And that's basically what it is. And one of the things I learned during my own, um, I call it the self-discovery process. And that's the work I do with clients. We, we just discover who they are so they can be them more themselves. Um, I didn't know who I was. I did not. I knew I was a mother. I knew I was a wife. And other than that, I really had no clue, although I'd had a business all along. And the process to learning about who I was, for me, that took about a year. It was really deep, di- deep diving into trying to find out about who Grace was without all of these other roles. And that's who I bring to my business now. That's the person who shows up all the time, quirky and crazy and loopy and serious and fun loving, all of that stuff. Um, And that's the work I help my clients do, just find themselves basically.
0: Wow. That sounds really rewarding and really kind of a bit of a fun thing to do with your life and your business. Do you enjoy that kind of work? I'm assuming. I do I think I've been I've meant to do this work I was a creative
1: before I was a quilt artist before for 18 years and I quit that I quit that cold turkey because that was a thing and then I started bookbinding and I love I'm a creative at heart my my mother loves that all of her children are creatives and mine was creating but with my hands and so after that I decided I needed to do something else and the The coaching was calling me. The coaching had been calling me for a long time. But, you know, sometimes something calls you and you don't listen like that. And that's not what I'm, no, 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 that's not what I do. But um, the coaching called me and I signed up for certification. And one of the things I I learned, um, I always knew that whatever work I did in business, I would be helping women. I knew for certain that's what it was. And um, when I studied life coaching, I, I love the aspect of helping women figure out, you know, all the, all the things that are going on for them, but I wasn't feeling into it. And the minute I pivoted into helping women in business, it was kind of like the light bulb went on. Oh, this is what it was. This is where I, my, this is where I shine. This is where I show up so much more fully. Um, and obviously helping helping women do the same as well so yeah
0: that's really cool and i love i love it when a business has that deeper purpose because i feel like so many like there's just two ways to start a business one because you just you solely want to make money and you'll do whatever it takes to get there or you want to help people and making money in the process is a beautiful composition of 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 two purposes coming together and i just i feel like doing the the helping and the earning money is so much more sustainable so much more enjoyable um it's so much it more is. fulfilling, yeah. It, it is, and that's why um, one of the things
1: I write about is I help soul-conscious women because to be able to, making money is one thing. Anybody can do the making money. Well, not anybody, but making money <laughs> is part of being in business. But there has to be a more conscious level of why you're doing this, what is the purpose behind it. And women who are more soul-conscious I gravitate towards them so much more because there's something they know they're missing. And as opposed to a person who just wants to make money and there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. If you go into business and you just want to make money, that's your purpose. Go for it, shine all you want. But that's not, that's not who I gravitate towards. And it is, it is a, um, you know, you have these conversations with, with, with women. I'm going to, Bring up women in particular. You have these conversations with women and sometimes it's really surfacing like, no, I want to know about, I want to go deeper. I, and that's who I am. I want to, to go deeper all the time. And I realized that through um, being a business coach or a mindset coach, woman in business, I can still do that. I can still offer that service to women. Service is really a, the biggest part for me. How, how can I serve? How can I best serve? And how can I utilize my purpose in the best way? That's yeah. really
0: awesome. And so I guess you've probably worked with a lot of women. And so you, you, you know a little bit about our minds. And I would love <laughs> to ask you, how do you think that the mindset that a woman has is important in the business world? Like, what do we bring to the table? What is, what is unique about the way that we as women think and do business?
1: Well, there are certain characteristics that males and females have. Absolutely. And some, there, are some, there is some crossover. But for the most part, the the nurturing aspect, the empathy, the listening, the caring, the um, intuition. And it's not to say again, I want to just caveat that, not to say that men cannot have these things, but they're the characteristics that are really female. And that is, to me, if we can tap more into that side of ourselves rather than into the prescribed way of being in business. When we're allowed, when we first we were allowed, and I say that with air quotes here, when we were first allowed to, to work, we were secretaries, and there was a role for us as women. And over time, there's, there's almost like this clash because they want to be more of who they they, 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 they want to be more of themselves, but they're not allowed to because there's a prescribed way of being in business. And I remember when I first started um, I always wanted to be more professional looking externally. And that was kind of like bumping into who I am as a person. I can't be the professional grace all the time. The whole of me has to show up. And that's the thing, the difference between, I think, men and women sometimes, or the masculine and the feminine of it, rather. Um, I don't want to blame it on men particularly, but it's the masculine and feminine traits that we all have some of but women really thrive in those areas. And if women can see that, um, you know, you're not allowed to bring feelings into work, I'm sorry, yes you are, because feelings are part of work and that's why you have to go to HR and deal with the stuff. <laughs> but um, if we can kind of tap into our gut level stuff more, which we are, we are in, it's innate for women. If we can tap into that gut level stuff more, we can show up in such a much more powerful and beautiful way in our business. And, and the characteristics, use the characteristics that are innate to us and bring that forward.
0: That's such a beautiful way to put it. Just the idea that, yeah, as you said, like business is evolving to the point like women, there are so many women in business now, and that is incredible. But the way that business was done, 20 30 40 years ago right. was very much not based on women and so now as this changes has come in with women in business we need to make sure that we're leading into yeah. the strengths that we have in the feminine that um and not just like there's there's great strengths in both areas and right uh, making sure that we don't neglect the strengths that we have to right. prioritize the masculine i guess yeah it's really interesting yeah
1: i mean when we think of ambition we think of a male persona and women can be ambition too ambitious too but there's other aspects. That's, that's a woman holding onto the male, the masculine tendency of ambition. We can be thoroughly ambitious, but there is a side of us that we need to show more in our business and to attract the people we want to work with.
0: That's really interesting. Okay. So changing tracks a little bit now, I think as business owners, we often feel really out of our depth um, and, I would love if you could talk to, I guess, how instead we can have confidence in our abilities, whether that's confidence in designing our graphics or writing our emails or showing up on Mm. social media or actually doing the serving of our clients and customers. What are some ways that we can feel really confident in our businesses rather than really out of our depth and like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Well, the thing is um, we are prone, and I I make this as a general statement, we are prone to self-doubt. We, we, are, we hold that mantle quite fiercely sometimes. <laughs> I, want, I want to pry it out of women's hands. You don't have to have doubt. But the doubt comes because we don't trust ourselves. And if we don't trust ourselves, that going back even, even further, that means we don't believe in who we are. And because we don't believe, I'm going back again, because we don't believe, um, then we come from a place of doubt. That's where the doubt shows up large. And so in order to maneuver through this kind of wave, pattern wave of self-trust and self-belief and self-doubt, we need to build up that self-belief. And that comes in where you go, the work I do is I go in and help them identify the patterns and the habits that stop them or I call it slow their role. It stops you from doing what you need to get done in your business because the self doubt has has kind of like its tentacles in you. It's not a good way to say it, but that's what it is. Everybody knows. Great picture. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So the thing is, part of the um, one of the first things I have women do is to become more self aware because if you know if you're aware of who you are, and how you show up, you can then build on your self-belief and then build that self-trust. The self-trust is the biggest part of um, self-confidence. And if you're not confident and self-doubt is always showing up, that's, that's a recipe for disaster. And growing our business, we need to stand firm in who we are. And part of the, part of the cycle of that is being becoming more self-aware of what makes us upset. What are the things that like make us giddy with laughter? What are the things that we can trust in and finding that body of evidence and from there self-confidence builds so that we can show up better. It always comes back to being able to show up better because we know internally who we are.
0: That's really good. That's really good. And so like, how, how do we do that? How do we, I, I, like, I can answer those questions to myself. Like, I can't really answer those questions to myself of, like, what makes me upset? What makes me want to laugh? What, what can I trust in? How can we begin to uncover that in ourselves?
1: One of the things that I have women do is um, go through, there's a, there's a whole kind of like a, a course of, of information. What do you value? And that means going back to life experiences, what information it gave you, what are the things that you value? Um, One of the things in my self-discovery journey ages ago, I did my first, my first, I've done many since then, but my first self-discovery journey when I only had the role of mother and wife in my head. um, I understood that three values that I hold dear that help me show up in my business are light truth, and joy. And those three define everything I do in my business, every single thing. So if we can go back to what values we hold dear and use that information to help us show up as ourselves with these values, in these values, and believe in ourselves, then we can show up in a better way, show up more confident, show up more authentic, show up more representative of who we are internally. I don't know if that answered the question. I hope it did.
0: No, that's really good. And like yeah, that just I think that helps us too to feel really sure of what we're doing in our business instead of like getting seeing how everyone else is running their businesses out yes. there and feeling really like oh, should I do it that way or that way or that way or that they're yeah. re- they're really digging into this kind of thing. Should I dig into that too? If it doesn't if it's not one of your top values, then we can't pursue everything. That's physically not possible. So knowing exactly. what makes us us and pursuing those things really, really well rather than yeah. getting really distracted by all of the stuff around I Think that's a really great point
1: and that's that's what it is as well it's it's a distraction because we don't want to deal with the inner stuff and nobody wants to deal with that stuff nobody wants to keep that down there please no no that's not a part of what i'm doing um and when we think of um strategy we can strategize like like nobody's business but when we when we only strategize and we don't do our inner work then we're missing a piece of ourselves and so that's when comparison, I guess, comes in. That's when imposter syndrome comes in. That's when the doubts are big. But it's like going back, go back inside. Go back, who are you? Who are the who are you the person? Not the, not the roles, the sister, the mother, or the wife. Who are you the person? And the more we can get in touch with that person, the more we're able to grow our business in, in a way that, makes sense, not only for us, but for the clients we help, for the people we, for our audience we're trying to attract.
0: I love it. Thank you for sharing that. And so mm. could you share with us then, how can we learn as business owners and as women, how to step into our power in business? How to do, what, what does that look like? What is, what is stepping into our power and how can we learn to do that?
1: The stepping into, um, stepping into your power means understanding your role in your life. And it, it, that might sound counterintuitive, but understanding who you are, um, getting clear on what is true for you so that you know, it goes back to that self-trust part again, knowing what you're about so that when you do go out and there and write in the copy, you're not comparing yourself constantly. Now, comparison happens all the time. But you're not continually comparing yourself because there's there's a um, there's a certainty there's a certainty about who you are, and I'm, I probably start by saying becoming more self-aware. That means noticing the stuff that that kind of triggers you. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, um, I know that a trigger for me, if I'm something's going on in my family life. That's a trigger for me. I cannot come and work. I need to work that out first because I don't show up then because my head is over there. My head is over there trying to deal. That we need to learn our triggers. And when we learn our triggers, the things that really kind of um, bring up the comparison, I guess, why are, you feeling, why are you feeling the need to compare yourself to someone else? Let's take, take a step back and figure out what's, what that underlying thing is really about. And it's a, it's a lot of, as I said, there's a lot of self-awareness. It's a lot of um, kind of like peeling back the onions, the onion skin rather, to see what's there and, and figuring out how to deal with what is, what's showing up. And as I said, nobody wants to, sometimes you don't want to deal with what's showing up, but in order to be able to be who you, who you are, you need to know who you are mm-hmm. and you can't do that unless you do that, that inner work
0: yeah so how like what is a really good first step when we're trying to think this stuff through is it to journal is it to talk about things is it to pay attention to things what what's the actual practical first step in this the,
1: a practical first step i i'm glad you brought that up i have all my clients journal mm-hmm. um i actually i have a course on business journaling because to me there's there's a there's a need to um, take a step back, and what is what? Why is this thing bothering me? And take it to your journal, absolutely journaling. But also, um, I call it the dip. One of the things when you go through a cycle, um, something is triggering you. Right when that something is triggering you, go back and see why that you're being triggered. What is the, what is the root to that trigger? And when you figure out the root to that trigger, then you now know you can't. You know what's the saying? You can't unknow a thing. Now you know. Okay, these are the things that trigger me. This is what makes me. I see someone online who is my contemporary, and they're doing really well, and I love their their Instagram feed, and I love all of that. And then you go into self doubt. Okay, what is it? What is it that's holding you back when you see them? When you see there, is it because you don't have the skill set? Then go and get the skills. Is it because it brings up something that, that is um, a trigger for you that's a past experience? It's, it's becoming so keyed into all the little things that trigger you. And when you find out what it is that you, that's triggering you, most definitely go and journal. Write about it. One of the things I say to, um, um, I had a client who, she really was having a hard time to put in a pen to paper. So I said, open up your phone and record an audio. What are you feeling? Record an audio. And she, it, it, it blew up for her. She loved the fact that she can, it didn't have to be pen and paper. It didn't have to be that. And she recorded an audio and it helped her because she could go back and listen to it as opposed to reading it. So yeah, this, it's the little things, finding out the trigger and moving yourself back. But also becoming more aware of the patterns you're holding onto that stops you and um, keeps you stuck. Mm. Yeah, there's
0: a lot in there. Um, I just yeah, I think that 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 idea of being yeah, that's that self awareness of this is my, like just stopping when you when you notice your mind just starting to spiral, yeah. and like okay, stop what what just caused that like what is triggering me what was it something that I saw and then working out I think I've got a there's there's I'd love to know what your thoughts on this are like say there's this person on social media that 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 triggers you not because there's anything wrong with them but because you just feel wildly inferior to them or something and you're like ah, I'm so bad and then this is a big spiral of I suck there's two, I think there's two schools of thought on what to do with this. It's either unfollow them so that you don't get triggered again, or it's work through it. Is there, is there, should we always just unfollow or is there a stage where we should be like, can I work through this or do I unfollow everyone that makes me feel inferior?
1: I think until you, until you figure out how you're going to deal with it, until you figure out, okay, this is, this is the, the route that I'm going to take now when I'm being triggered because you, you want to definitely change the pattern. But if someone is, is irritating you enough, because I know the thing is when, we, when we're scrolling through Instagram and we, we have our favorite people, but they also trigger us, unfollow for a month and then go back. But don't be in the space where you're being triggered all the time by a particular person. Definitely unfollow but also do that secondary work of finding out, okay, why am I being triggered by this person? And you never know, go and ask them. I love your feed. Tell me, you know, figure out what it is about them that you find not annoying, but it brings up stuff in you, but you still like their stuff. Ask them, have a conversation, open up a conversation with them because you never know what it is they're doing that you can maybe do and you have a friend as well so it's it's a double double end there
0: yeah i like the idea of talking to them as well i feel like lots of the time when i'm triggered by someone often it's because i don't know them well enough and i feel like there's this there's this something in me like oh they must be like so incredible blah 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 and then there's people that I've, I've paid attention to this. There's some people that I've become friends with after the fact. I'm like, oh, you're not so scary and big and perfect. <laughs> like you're just an old person like me. Why am I feeling so inferior to you? And why am I feeling all yeah. these feelings? And so getting to know someone, like, like if you're feeling really um, triggered by someone who's just an a normal kind of business owner maybe yeah. chuck them a dm and get to know them um get to know them yeah, yeah and absolutely find out, yeah they're just find like out, you <laughs> find
1: out what they're about the thing is what we do is we compare our um their external because we don't know what's going on for them we yeah compare their externals with what we're feeling and that's an unfair comparison for us that is totally unfair and then getting reaching out and just talking with them then you'll see oh this is the route you've taken. Okay, now I understand why your feed looks so brilliant, fantastic. I can do that too. Mm. So kind of like, um, what does they say? You, you um, reduce the friction. Yeah. Reduce the friction.
0: Yeah, yeah. downgrade how, what, what it's kind of playing in your mind. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. And so it's Grace, a, mind, yeah.
1: Mindset work is a lot of internals. It is, it's a lot and it's going to, more to the root cause we're not talking therapy here but if that's needed then go for it but it's going to the root cause of what is the thing what what is the thing rather than just glossing over it because it'll come up again and
0: again it's not going to magically go away unless we, unless we deal yeah. with it unfortunately yeah. um, unless that person disappears which isn't a great option either <laughs> be a new there'll be a new one that comes up anyway There will be
1: exactly there'll be a new one
0: yeah okay so thank you so much for what you've shared with us today if my audience would like to get to know you more or work with you or follow you where can we find you and how can we stay in touch
1: i am on instagram i am back on instagram i should say instagram is is my jam as i like to say Um, instagram at k grace house h-o-w-e-s also um, my website i am i am k grace house everywhere i set it up like that so i didn't have to think about it so kgracehouse.com is my website k House is me on instagram i do have i do go on facebook but not a lot come and D- dm me in the on instagram and let's have a let's chat i love chatting on instagram i i love dming that i think that's one of my favorite things to do i'm not on reels yet but <laughs>
0: I'm looking forward to seeing you on reels one day. I think you'd smash that. (laughs) (laughs) I have two and
1: then I stopped. I didn't do, I have two back there. And yeah, that's it. I just don't, I don't have the time for it. And also knowing what you want to do
0: reels. Yeah, I can do that.
1: I don't want to do it. So
0: yeah, if you don't want to do it. Yeah. Focus on the things that you enjoy doing. That's definitely exactly. a good, good extra tip for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, for now. Well, thank you for joining us. And um, yeah, I thank really you appreciate so your time for this week. Me. It's yeah. been incredible. Well, you don't have to be sad. This episode is over. There is more. I would love to see you over on my Instagram at WhiteDeerGD and we can chat, we can catch up. You can see what's going on. You can see all the different tips. Plus, if you'd like more freebies or more information or more help, just head to my website at WhiteDeer.com.au. See you next week.